Um, okay, yeah, let's let's just get into it because we want to talk about the movie. There's um even though it's only a four Monday month, I'm putting out six episodes this month, so let's try and make this one efficient. They keep going they keep going like over two hours. What this will be efficient. This yeah. is an efficient movie. Exactly. That's what like we can't be longer than the movie, and the movie was two hours and ten minutes, so that's our that's our limit. But it felt like we should aim minutes. for half of that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what the movie feels Breeze like. right through. Uh, as you know, I don't know how to start the podcast yet, so it'll either be something like uh, whatever I've just been saying or something along the lines of Welcome to Late to the Movies. My name is Ben Hull, and this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots each week. We'll pick a movie that either I or a guest hadn't seen before and really should have by now. At least that's what we usually do. This whole month, though, as you can tell, if you're looking at our episode listing for the last few, we've been doing... Current Best Picture nominees. The current is a little out of date because the Oscars already happened, but whatever. <laughs> These are all movies that were nominated for Best Picture at the 95th Academy Awards, and today is Top Gun Maverick. My guest this week, uh, I'd say left to right across your podcast now, but it's only one of them. We've got Anthony here. Talk to me, Ben. <laughs> uh, it gets me every time. Every time. Every Te- time. I start tearing up. Uh, when he says, talk to me, dad, later, and you're like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I knew they were going to do that, but it still works on me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was going to do a thing like the opening text where it's like, in 1969, the Navy formed this of the top. They call it whatever weapons yeah. training. The Flyers call it Top Gun. Top Gun. But I'd say like the Flyers call it, I don't know, late to the movies <laughs> or something. Yeah, um, in, in 2020, the yeah. podcast was formed. <laughs> exactly. To end all podcasts. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Um, before we get into it, though, I usually ask if you've seen anything good recently, but on theme, did you watch the Oscars this year? Yeah, no, I watched the Oscars. I thought it was excellent. Top Gun took home sound, at least. I didn't go uh, home empty-handed. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What, would you would you like or not like or any winners in particular that you were fond of? No, I, I thought, I think... I don't like the acronym EO, but yeah. everything everywhere is, I think, yeah. it was worthy Oscar nomination. Absolutely. Um, the speech, the, the two Dan's, the Dan's. Yeah, Daniels. Thanks for the speeches, but I, uh, it was a little too much. He said the same thing every time, and we get it, dude. We they, get it. They, I they sympath- won, I'm, with I'm with you. And it didn't seem like they thought they were going to speak for best picture. Yeah. He's like, okay, we got to talk about what else do we have left? Stories. Right. Stories are important. But yeah, I feel. I think for them too, they've both, especially Dan Kwan, um, who spoke, I think the most of the two, yeah, has talked a lot about feeling like this is just a bizarre kind of dream state that they've been in. Yeah, this is only their second feature movie that they've made together, and all of this stuff is happening, and they're you know only in their thirties, and they just accomplished more than I think literally any other filmmaker in history. They, the, they're good. Yeah, you, they deserve the ton. Of so, time. so just like from their standpoint, you kind of feel for them because, like, okay, what do you say? Like, wow, you guys really, really liked us, and uh, now we have to, I guess, follow this up for the rest of our lives. But I, but by the third time, <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, a simple thank you is enough. You know what I mean? And we don't yeah. need the whole stop story again. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a controversial take. I apologize. It's a little old man yells yeah. at cloud, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, right. <laughs> there's there's old men in clouds in this movie though. <laughs> I, I was really happy for Jamie Lee Curtis. The yeah. excitement on her, you know, that was ex- yeah. excellent to see. The, it, yeah, like the performance is it's fine for me um, compared to the other ones. I like I liked other people more, but I think certainly not a weird winner for someone who's been around for four decades right. making yeah. movies. So I did think I, I didn't see the whale, so I can't really comment on Brendan Fraser. But I th- I really think Bill Bill Nye was, yeah, was robbed. There was a in the voting that we did online. There was a lot of love for Living and for Bill Nighy in particular. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the whale online. It seems like people are pretty anti whale, but pro Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Um, but a lot of my friends that have been on the podcast, they really liked the whale. So, grain of salt for for all the hate that it gets. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. People that I know who that have actually seen it said that they liked it. So, uh, so there's your grain of salt. <laughs> I, I feel I feel for him too in, in his in his speech, but if he it's not like he made some excellent movies. I, I don't I don't know what happened to him. Whatever happened to him happened to him. But Encino Man, I mean, yeah, two stripes, two Encino Man actors won uh, 
acting awards between him and Ki-Hui Kwan, who has oh, this right. very, that's very right. small yeah, part yeah. in Xeno Man. <laughs> not Pauly Shore. Not Pauly Shore. No. <laughs> Um, it's hard not to associate the two of them together, though. It's a little hard, yeah. Yeah, he was um, like sexually assaulted at a at a party by the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, who does the Golden Globes. Polly Shore was uh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay, okay. And he like know you know brought it up, yeah, publicly and got blacklisted for it, and basically didn't work for like a decade. Yeah. Um, so that's why. So that's like the comeback story that's happened and stuff. And okay, when I think the Hollywood yeah. Foreign Press, that's very unique. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and that's why Brendan Fraser didn't go to the Golden Globes this year, right? Uh, yeah. So A twenty four, who also put out the whale and everything, everywhere, all at once, they yep. won all of they the above up. the lines. Yep. Picture, director, actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. They won everything. But I read a great so, article about that. None crazy. of the folks behind A24 wanted to take any pictures or receive any notoriety. There's a yeah. lot of questions about yeah. some of who finances their stuff and whatnot. I yeah, you don't see up. it. Because I feel like they especially were breaking through with like the elevated horror thing. Yeah. Um, around the same time, though a little after Blumhouse did. And I feel like Blumhouse, the guy... Uh, whatever his name is, last name's Blum, Jason, I think Blum. He's very publicly like the face of In front those. Of it, yeah. Yeah. He's on the red carpets for all those movies. Yep. He dressed up like Megan for Halloween to go on like a press tour for Megan. Right. Um, but yeah, you don't know like who Mr. A24 is. No, so. no clue. And they, they don't want to be in any pictures either. And that's fine. And they, they already have a couple of best picture winners because they put out Moonlight also. Right. So um, uh, they've only been around for 10 years, already one of the most successful right. studios ever. So good for them. I the guess. article I also read, into the dance credit, they take- I should say distributor. They don't make a lot of their movies. Right. But they distribute. Yeah. But they do take risks on younger filmmakers. Yeah. And it and it pays off maybe more than not. Even though they, they don't have every movie they, pr- they distribute is not- winning Academy Awards, but seems yeah. more than not. They do a lot of interesting stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. And even if they're just the distributor, it's like a brand's name now that people right. recognize. And um, Daniel's next movie, I think they're signed on with Universal now, so they're getting oh, really? a huge budget to do whatever they're doing next, I guess. Didn't they make that movie you, you told me about once? Um... Swiss Army Man? Yeah. Yeah, they made Swiss Army Man. <laughs> I didn't see that. They, they made this. It, it was really good, and it does seem like they have a team. It's not just... Daniels, but it's also, I think, like the editor, yeah, um, the producer, yeah, yeah. who who spoke first, who said it's not about, <laughs> it's not about people, it's about profits. By because he switched what he was trying to say, yeah. Um, so he said, yes, so he said the opposite. I believe those guys have all worked together on the movies that they've made. Gotcha. Um, so it's like a whole team, I guess, uh, which is nice. Yeah, it's nice. What do you want me to say? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the uh, red carpet becoming the champagne carpet? It didn't seem like anyone liked it. <laughs> it I, did look. People thought people were worried it was going to look a little dirty, and I guess it kind of. It's like, that was the next day. That was the main story. Oh, the champagne carpet just looked like a dirty carpet. Right. right it kind of just looks yeah. dirty. So I think that's. I don't know. That. Like it, it's a whole. They were trying to go so back to basics and have just a completely unexceptional ceremony. Right. Um, in a good way, and I think, and I think they succeeded, and I think that's a good thing. Um, but it is funny that like the one thing that they changed to be non-traditional, everyone hated. It, it, I mean, <laughs> to just go red carpet. Don't so, overthink yeah, this. Don't overthink it. Exactly. Um, and this has nothing to do with the Oscars, and probably won't play into them too much next year. But I saw Scream Six last night. Oh yeah, still good. I like all the Scream movies, so I'm probably the wrong guy to ask. But I thought it was really good. The best one is the second one. I think all the Scream movies are really good. My favorite might still be the first, but the second one's awesome. Yeah. Um, This is like how Scream 5 was a reboot of the first one. This is still like a reboot, the sequel to the reboot, so it's at college because the second one's at college. Yeah. (laughs) I I think the last one I saw was the second one. Okay. They're all good. Who's in it? Uh, This one still, so no Nev Campbell is the first one Nev Campbell's not in, Um, but Courtney Cox is still in it. She's, she's a very small role. They introduced like new main characters in the fifth one and four of them carry over to this movie to still be the main characters of this movie. So kind of like they established the main three characters through the first three and a half ish scream movies. They're just going to keep making them. 
in perpetuity. They're, it's really successful. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's only it's only been a year since Scream 5 came out, so back-to-back years, and this one's making more money than the last one. I mean, it's a whole nother year of people like going back to theaters. Right, yeah. Uh, Jenna Ortega's in it, and she's, oh, nice. she's a lot more famous now than she was in January of last year when right. Scream 5 came out. She's also in Scream 5, but... That was before Wednesday, so okay, she's a bigger deal now. Before, but after you, it was after you, but it was before Wednesday. It was before X, even though she's in, she's not in X that much, but it still, I guess, counts. I thought her character in you is is very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, Scream Six, good. I say, is that going to be a Academy Award nominated? Probably not. <laughs> they bring back Hayden Panettiere, who's in Scream Four. Oh, he's the chosen one. Uh, <laughs> I think you're thinking of Hayden Christensen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hayden Pentier, she was on Heroes in Nashville. and I got yeah. confused with the Hayden. <laughs> yeah. There's only like two Haydens. You had a 50% chance. That's right. Um, or Thomas Hayden oh, Church. Was it, she was really married confused. to Vitaly Klitschko, right? That sounds right. The boxer, the Russian boxer. That actually... Yeah, that's got to be her. That actually sounds correct. All right, let's talk about Top Gun Maverick. Um, we both just rewatched this. I mean, we were kind of like futzing with the rules this month because it's current Best Picture nominees, so they all came out in the last year. You and I saw it when it came out Memorial yeah. Day weekend. Opening, it was there wasn't when the weekend I saw it. Not too many people in in the actual theater. Mm. I it was able to get a seat, no problem. It wasn't nice. I went to see it in the IMAX opening oh, weekend, nice. and it, nice. that was pretty full, and that was yeah. a cool experience. They should re-release it every year on Memorial Day weekend. They might as well. If, if nothing else like this is going to come out, yeah. then they probably should. A million percent. Um, you want to give a one-minute plot summary? You might not need the whole minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even think of this, but uh, sure, I'll go. Go, whenever you're ready. An aging Pete Maverick Mitchell is struggling with uh, life as he gets older. Then he gets recalled back to Top Gun to train some new recruits for an abstract mission to blow up a uranium enrichment plant. He learns some life lessons, forgives himself, makes friends with his former best friend's son and uh, wingman, Goose. His son is Rooster. Some animosity along the way between the other Top Guns. He teaches them life lessons as well as how to fly a plane. They blow up the uranium enrichment plant. Top Gun flies away with Penny, uh, Jennifer Conley, Rebuilds, rekindles his romance with his one true love, and they fly into the sunset while holding hands by Lady Gaga. Yep. That only took 45 seconds, which sounds about right. Um, Sweet. Yeah, yeah. They literally fly into the sunset at the end of the movie. In his own um, plane. In his own plane. That rooster helped him tune up before they fly away because everyone's just tuning. hanging out now. <laughs> um, they go to his his hangar where he's been being sat out in the desert yeah. for a, at least a few years. Uh, yeah. When we, we catch up with Tom Cruise's Maverick, and he's just been kind of turning down promotions and just wanting to stay in the air. and Still a captain. Still a captain. Has never gotten over Goose's death, obviously, I guess is what he's hung up on. Right. Um, and pretty soon into the movie, you find out that he still has a rebellious streak in him, but he's kept in the air because he's friends with Iceman, and Iceman is the like commander of the Pacific Fleet yeah. now. Two-star admiral. Yeah. So I think three star. Yeah, he's got Who some knows? stars, <laughs> plural stars. Though. A lot of medals on that chest. A lot of medals on that. Um, yeah. So Val Kilmer briefly in this movie. Also, uh, Tom Cruise is obviously Maverick. Miles Teller plays Rooster. Uh, John Hamm is like the the asshole air boss. Under, super <laughs> super underrated. John Hamm's John, perfect in this. Perfect <laughs> is the the best he's been cast since Mad Men. Uh, apparently he's really good in the new Fletch movie. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen that. But apparently he's really good in that too. But it made no money at theaters, so it's probably on streaming right now. Um, Bill Pullman's son. Bill Pullman's son, looks who looks like Bill like Pullman. <laughs> yeah. I'm I was really excited. To he should have said, does, uh, "We will not go quietly into the night. <laughs> Today is our Independence Day." <laughs> that wouldn't really have been Bob's uh, vibe, but no, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, he's starring in. The still in production, I don't think, so maybe he won't end up starring in the movie when it actually gets made, um, but they're making a new version of Pet, uh, uh, Salem's Lot. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. I yeah. That. And he's playing the main character who's like a, a 30 something year old author who's yeah. got writer's block. So goes back to his hometown, which he's perfect for. Yeah. Um, and I hope they make that movie because that book's cool. Anyway. Also, too, Charles <laughs> Parnell, Warlock. Yeah. I just, it's just an excellent countermeasure. It, his, the, like the gravitas in his voice, the way that he speaks. Yes. Just a perfectly casted role. And, and yeah. back to your Oscars point. Just watching him at the Oscars on, on yeah. the, he was like so excited and happy to be there. Yeah. You could see like the genuine joy that, that he had in making this movie. Awesome. Yeah, that guy's great. Awesome. Uh, you mentioned Jennifer Connelly and then uh, the other pilots are all are all good too. Yeah, excellent. A um, bunch of people who- Phoenix, Monica Barbaro. Yeah. And I was going to say, there's a lot of people who are just in the background who apparently got super, just like entirely cut out of the movie. There's at least like four other pilots- that you see, like, in the football scene. Oh, right, right, right. That, like, kind of, when they walk over when they're playing pool, when the pilots are yeah, all meeting up. Harvard, Yale, Omaha. Fritz. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Fritz is Manny Jacinto from The Good Place, who the internet loves, but he has literally no lines in this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. He's just in the background of, I think, two or three shots. Yeah. Um, but Omaha uh, is in a dogfight with Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. They do, they do show them sometimes. Right, right. Well... <laughs> There's only but, so much room. Yeah, yeah. At a certain <laughs> point, like this, it's Tom Cruise and everyone else in this movie should mention this got nominated for best adapted screenplay. It being a sequel, that's why it's an adapted. Uh, and uh, the screenplay is, you know, th there's no fat on this. Right. It is lean and Just really efficient. The <laughs> opening credits and then the music comes on. Yeah, and it's the old, and it's and, the old music. You just get like uh, this sensation. This this is the movies, as Vince Diesel, right, Vin the Diesel says. The movies, basically a shot for shot recreation of the original opening of uh, the of the first Top Gun, um, and then right into Danger Zone. They don't make you wait for Danger Zone. You just go right into it. They they haven't even introduced any characters yet, but they're playing Danger Zone. But well, you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. Well. Jets are getting catapulted off the deck of an aircraft carrier. It's just, it's just a cool thing. Like, hey, yeah. I remember watching in theaters, like, going into it, like, okay, it's a legacy sequel. They have to do the, they have to play the hits. Some yeah, point, someone's going to play Great Balls of Fire on the piano. Right. They're going to play Danger Zone at some point. I wonder when that's going to happen. It's like, opening credits. We got opening. you covered. Don't worry about it. Opening scene. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I, I even driving over here. I listened to the, the I was listening to the soundtrack. Just nice. getting just getting hyped up. Yeah, um, it, the the that sounds great too. I don't know what it's called. Great song. <laughs> I know John Williams, legend, the goat. Yep. Right. Fifty-five Oscar noms or whatever. And he's like a ninety-seven years old. Yeah. Steven Spielberg won't let him retire. Harold Faltermeyer and Hans Zimmer, uh, close number two. Very very close. This might be one of the best soundtracks actually yes. opening themes to any movie of all time Har fault of my Aura also does um axel f the theme to, oh uh, wow okay Beverly Hills yeah Cop. yeah also a great theme yeah it is um it's a perfect match uh to this movie yeah <laughs> and to the first movie uh just good shit uh the the enemy is still nameless and which is fine regionless preferred Preferred, yeah. Yeah. It, it works for me. It works. Yeah. Uh, th this is obviously like a discussion online, like, ooh, who's it supposed to be? It's yeah. like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Stop thinking. Yeah. You're thinking too much. I, I, I think that's the thing about this movie, too, is that <laughs> people got wrapped up in a lot of the... Yeah. They try to make it too much as in real world stuff, but it, is, it was delayed for two years by COVID. This stuff yeah. wasn't hap necessarily happening at that time, so... You got to take it for what it's just a movie. Let's yeah. just enjoy. Just saved movie theaters. A got classic. Back in there. As Steven Spielberg told Tom Cruise, "You saved the movies." Yeah, he did. Um, this and then and then Tom Cruise didn't even go to the Oscars after that. Uh, he knew he wasn't going to win. Nah, he knew he wasn't going to win, and he knew he was going to catch a couple strays. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from the monologues, <laughs> probably for the best. But yeah, going to your as you roll through the plot, mm -hmm. and they all walk into the bar. We yeah. We see Penny, and he they sort of rekind start to rekindle that. Yeah, I love that because a lot of my friends who watch all the Oscar movies hadn't seen the first Top Gun. Yeah, and so their takeaway was like, obviously, that has to be a character that's been previously introduced. No, nah. no, only mentioned. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, she is mentioned as like the admiral's daughter that you got in trouble for hanging right. out with. Right, but never seen on screen in the first movie. No. So it's nice that they took that kernel of an idea and were like, what if that was a character? Yeah. <laughs> 
But and she has a good backstory. Like yeah. her, her father was an admiral, and you know she, he broke her heart. So the she he sent her him to the desert to like you're never gonna get promoted under me, and right? Whatnot, right? So it, it, they they build it up. It's good enough for me. Yeah. Um. Did you care that Kelly McGillis isn't in this movie? Um. I, no, if the, you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't if matter. you watch Top Gun, it does make sense that her and Maverick didn't end up like staying yeah. together, right? Because <laughs> like they were kind of an odd match in that movie too, right? Um, I, I she, would have liked to have seen Meg Ryan. Yes, it feels like I don't. I don't know if they ever say definitively, but it feels like she her character is not alive in this movie. You know? Yeah. You get that impression, but you you get the impression that she's right not because he says he didn't he didn't he wanted him to hate him not yeah resent his mother too or something yeah yeah and it it seems like at some point kind of like how she sort of just sort of parachutes in in Top Gun one right uh, not literally but just like into the plot um, seems like she could have like popped up for a scene or two to pep talk or whatever I mean not you didn't need it you didn't you didn't need it but right. you could have done that if you wanted Meg right. Ryan to be in this movie. Right. Um, but I, yeah, but I don't need any of that. <laughs> I, you know, I, this film, you don't need much because it has nope. exceptional villains. It has great characters, has a, a very likable protagonist, just, uh, you know what I mean? Well, excellent chemistry too, between all the casted, the cast. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it is really good chemistry. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned Glenn Powell yet who plays Hangman, but he's fantastic. <laughs> He, he he auditioned for Rooster. Yeah, and he didn't get it. Then they called him back like two days later, and like we, th- got a we think you could do this though, and it is. I mean, they're not wrong. He's perfect. And then he's in another aviation movie called Aviation or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in the Hudner movie. Yeah. Um, oh it's like the Aviators or something like that. Devotion. Devotion. Aviation. Yeah. Devotion. I got the show. Yes. Right. The only the only one thing I'll say about this plot. The yeah. only thing. Yeah, we really haven't talked about the plot that much. It's the yeah. same plot as Star Wars: A New Hope. Yes, you it is. You have to fly. They, they have to hit. It's the literally fucking... what are you in the dark? In the Death Star, you have to fly down this they tiny have to do canyon. A trench run. Right. Yeah. The the Sam sites are the the laser the, the cannon towers, yeah, right? Yeah. And then there's a miraculous. There's enemy fighters just lingering off in the distance, like Darth Vader and some Tie fighters. The the uh, missile lock system doesn't work, and you have to quote unquote use the force to hit a target yeah. three meters wide, like shooting a wombat in Tatooine, yeah, or whatever it's called. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he bullseyes a womp rat. Um, yeah, it's uh, it it's is the same thing, but they they elevate it because they have to do it twice. Right, they have to hit the impossible shot twice. Yeah, but yes, the second time they the lasers guys just you know it's dead eyed and he can't. Yeah. Get the laser sight on it, so he's got to do it blind. So he uses he uses the force. He uses goose. Yeah. yeah, talk to me, dad. Right, and yeah, <laughs> hits it. He uses a force ghost bullseye. It's Obi Wan in his ear. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it totally is. I said it's great, watching though. it in a the theater. I'm like, this is Star Wars. Yeah, but it's it's fine. But better. It's a remix of a lot of things. No, right, yeah. And then they also make the point that the hard part comes after that, where they have to stay alive and get out. Yeah. Um, which they don't really do. But the movie opens with Maverick and the Mach 9 day. It turns out to be a Mach 10 test on the super expensive, like, prototype yeah, jet. the Dark Star. Yeah, the Dark Star. I was forgetting the word. Thank you. Um, yeah, if you're going to have one guy drop into your movie to be authoritative and an asshole and not like your main character, but begrudgingly respect his accomplishments, Ed Harris is oh, your guy. Oh, I, <laughs> I completely forgot. Ed Harris. Yeah. yeah. You, get, you get two scenes oh of Ed God. Harris, and they're perfect. <laughs> Just when the, when the Dark Star fly, he parks the car, and it flies over him yeah and you and see him just like the the roof lifts off the bail, the building and stuff and he just flinches ever so slightly that's i mean obviously yeah. it took him probably took a lot to get him to stand there and withstand the <laughs> force of that jet but that it's just a well executed movie it's like jerry bruckheimer that's what he does yeah yes yeah it's nice to see a bruckheimer reduction again and be like stoked about it yeah um but yeah ed harris comes in he's just like you know He's playing Ed Harris. Delivers. Basically. Just yeah. delivers. Um, you can the like, most 
like the most lines anyone's ever had on their face in this movie. Right, yeah. But it's so weathered and and just, you know, being Ed Harris. I love the this whole sequence is great where he's pushing it and uh Hondo's on in like, you know, flight commander, whatever. I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna know any of the terms, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did anyone offer you a coffee yet? And yeah, they're yeah. kind of like, you know. Oh, this is where we lose comms. It's oh, yeah, the comms is bad. Yeah. It's uh, called uh, Earth Bulge or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and of course, Maverick pushes it over Mach 10. Yep. And he keeps going, and he, it explodes. And, and then he lands in that town. And, one, and then one of the, yeah. my favorite lines in the movie that he's at, he asks, yeah. where am I? And the little kid goes, Earth. Yeah. Because he looks like an alien that came out of nowhere. Yeah. He's got his like basically an astronaut helmet under right. his thing. He's yeah. good. He was wearing his flight suit was black anyway, but it looks like he's burned yeah. up and his hair's crazy. And yeah, that little kid says Earth in such a weird way, but it it's effective. Yeah, he says like Earth. Yeah, he goes, eh. <laughs> you're like I get the. <laughs> he's eating some Fruit Loops. Yeah, he's eating Fruit Loops. Poor kid. Um, then there's the great scene they they fly him back. <laughs> if he was, I think Mach 10's what like seven thousand miles per hour, so. I'm not sure how far away he got, but he could have put quite a bit of distance. Yeah, he walked. Yeah, he walked. Um, they fly him back. Ed Harris tells him he's getting transferred back to Top Gun. And there's, you know, some... If you want to look into these these kinds of things, like I do, because I like meta stuff, um, someone tells Tom Cruise the future's coming and he's not in it, and that uh, your kind's headed for extinction, and he says, maybe, maybe, maybe so, sir, but not today. But not today, yeah. Yeah, because movie stars still matter. Exactly. Practical effects still matter, and yeah. Th- that um, is a major theme is, of this film, yeah. But no one else is doing what Tom Cruise is doing, and when he stops making Mission Impossible movies, that, that might be it for that kind of, like... It's, it's yeah. true. And I think that's why the, what makes this movie so good. Yeah, I agree. There's a... Uh, Level of commitment with Cruz that is borderline uh, maniacal, yeah. but he is so dedicated to almost dying repeatedly for the movies that he makes. I'll take it. <laughs> oh God, they they already put out like a eight nine minute long sizzle reel of them doing a stunt where he has to ride a motorbike off of a cliff and then. Um, like parachute down. Yeah, yeah, for the new Mission Impossible. For the new Mission Impossible, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's actually Tom Cruise doing it, for sure. And he ends, he had to do it like 20 times, so they got all the shots they needed right. and stuff. Yep. Yeah, he's just the best. Uh, not a guy I'd want to like personally spend time with, but his movies, yeah. I'll go yeah, see him all the time. Just make movies, yeah. I, yeah. We don't need his takes I'm never going to meet him. Right. <laughs> I'll watch yes. the movies, though. Uh, yeah, so the future's coming, you're not in it. Headed for extension, but not today. Fighter Town, USA is the comes up on the Chiron. San Diego, California. Yeah, we're here. We're there. Miramar, right? One of the Miramar, something like that. Um, and yeah, he goes into the, I guess, command center. Yeah. Ice's portraits on the wall. The Where's, picture of them yep. at the end of the first Top Guns at the wall. It, but it's so it's so believable. You almost yeah. believe that the Iceman and Maverick are two. Navy pilots yeah. that really existed. It's yeah, uh, that's the way. And you can totally see this being the courses that their careers would have taken, right? Yeah, especially Iceman. Like he, he has, he projects that this he would be an achiever, right? He would have climbed the ranks, and that's what you want in an admiral. So mm-hmm. yes, he becomes an admiral, absolutely. Yeah, and the him in the Ice and Maverick dynamic is swapped for. Hangman and Rooster in this movie right. where Ice is like the rival, but he's the one who keeps telling Maverick he's got to be more cautious right? Uh, in the first movie. Um, and then this is the the first of many really good exposition dumps and it's the scene where John Hamm is introduced and he's telling him, you weren't my first choice, you yeah. weren't even on my list. Yeah, Here's the plan, here's the idea, and here's how you got to do this, and what do you think, and Tom Cruise is like, oh, here, well, here's how we have to do it because as well as being Star Wars A New Hope, the whole movie's also set up like a heist where so much of the movie is them forming the plan and then practicing the plan. Right. Um, And so this is him saying like, oh, well, you got to have low fighters and 
because it's sponsored by the people who make airplanes and jets. He's like, well, if we had the F-35s, this would be a cakewalk, right. but we can't use them for this mission, so we have to use the we F-18s. We need F-18s. Um, Super Hornets. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're like, and here's your team. So you got to pick six from this group, and Rooster's one of them. Right. And he's like, you know I have an issue. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just perfect. It's just good shit. I don't know. The, the dialogue is so good, too. It's not... It is a little over the top, but it's very direct to the point. It's not a lot of, um, it's not a lot, it's not too wordy. It's not a lot of right. unused words. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. Um, and one other thing that they do that comes in the next scene that I also think is like really elegant is uh, when he's at the bar and, and a, few, a few things happen in this, in this bar scene, but um, it starts with him texting Ice. Right. And Val Kilmer in real life can't really speak that much anymore. Right. Um, and so. I feel like using the texts is such an elegant way to have Ice stay present in right. in the run of the movie up to like he, he's only in one scene. Right. But you see Maverick talking to him a lot. But he and he's and, still there in your mind. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I, I just think that's a really um good solution for the real life issue of Val Kilmer who can really only be in one scene. Because he can be his wingman anytime. Right. Including, if he, even if he can't talk, he's still his wingman. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, then there's the Jennifer Connelly meetup. Yep. The the other pilots all coming into the bar. Yep. Uh, Maverick has to buy everyone around. Can't disrespect a lady. Yeah. The Navy. Or put your phone on the bar. That's a good rule. No <laughs> phones on the bar. Yeah, that's true. I like that. That's a good rule. I don't know. Like, it's a big and large, it's a very large and busy bar. So it's like extremely punitive. To, to have to that buy a, everyone. That was out. a $5,000 bar tab right. easily. <laughs> yeah. But of, like, of Budweiser. Yeah, exactly. Nice product placement there. Exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, as as one of the anonymous Oscar ballots put it, this is basically a beer commercial. Um, That's true. It's, it's not wrong. Um, and yeah, then, you know, all the fighters, they're like, they've got their kind of friendly jabs and rivalry yep. thing. Yep. The great balls of fire part happens. Yep. Like, would these millennials really be into great balls of fire? Probably not, not, but we'll allow it. Or what? Do you, not even uh, Slow Ride by Foghat. Right. That's Hangman plays that on the jukebox. That's not even... Uh, <laughs> I, the only reason why most people might know that is from, like, Guitar Hero or something. Like right, that. yeah. That, that was, like, classic rock when the first Top Gun movie right, came exactly, out. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, well, it wasn't... Cla- it was rock. Right, not, not yeah. the classic. Not quite classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, this it's good. It introduces all these character dynamics. You get the the flashbacks to Goose's death yep. and to Meg Ryan telling him that he like the Goose nostalgia loved really pulls on the heartstrings there. Yes. Tom's looking in the bar, great this, balls of fire. It, Miles Teller looks exactly like Anthony. Exactly Edwards. like yeah. him. What yeah. a makeup job! I'm, I'm yeah. surprised this, this movie wasn't nominated for makeup. And, or didn't win the Academy Award for that. Uh, the Whale won the Academy Award. Elvis was tipped beforehand, but it walked away with nothing on the night. But just just to focus on the makeup a little bit, in all, even when John Hamm or uh, Parnell, their character, there's the little beads of sweat. They're they're always sweating, even in, right, even in the middle of the day, probably in an air conditioned room. Yeah. But just like the that dramatic effect, I, I thought it was so perfect. It's it's yeah, just a well made movie. Yeah, it's just so well made. Um, and then you go directly into the scene where Maverick is addressing the pilots for the first time. Yeah, um, you, some, you can some really like, oh no, that's the guy we were fucking with last night. <laughs> just take out Maverick and put in Kelly McGillis. Same yeah, it's exact the same scene. scene. Same scene. Uh, we, we've been laughing about this a lot in in the in the other podcast, but. You know, this being nominated for best screenplay, Maverick literally throws the manual in the trash. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, perfect. Yep. A plus. Love it. Uh, and then they go right into the won't get fooled again se- sequence, which is great when he's like, all right, we're going to go out there today and you're going to show me what you can do. And he's just like knocking everyone down. Yeah. They got to do the push ups. But to, to your point, that sequence, the yeah. music is like the intro to that song is playing. Yeah. And then he splits the two and then yeah. the. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I, what is it CSI? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, was that CSI Miami? Which CSI was won't get fooled again? I don't know off the top of my head. It was one of them for sure. Uh, it's CSI Miami, yeah. yeah. Because it, I always remember that show because uh, Horatio. Yeah, with the put the, the sunglasses, sunglasses. he'd always and, have some stupid quip like, yeah. and then oh, Roger Dolce would scream. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. this body's cold. 
but not cold enough. And then the glasses would yeah. come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's uh, that whole sequence is awesome. Yeah. And, and and again, like at the bar, you're just getting really efficiently. Here's every character's deal. Hangman's gonna leave you hold holding the bag or whatever. Like he's gonna hang you out to dry, is what they say. Right. Um, yeah. Rooster is going to like save you and like, and now you know something about Rooster right. and everyone's doing the push ups And yeah, this sequence is incredible. And then it ends with in um, Rooster and Maverick doing like the Cobra maneuver yeah. and spinning down uh, and, because he know. was inverted. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Again, call back to the first movie. Exactly. Yep. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you get all the car- character dynamics in a really s- spiffy action package. It's brilliant. But yep. then he, but, he goes below, they go below the hard deck, and that yes, causes John Hamm to be very pissed off. Yes. And he says, I'm like taking direct control of all the parameters of this mission. Right. And he says, including the hard deck. And he's like, especially the hard deck. And then, then he hands him a request to lower the hard deck. <laughs> Brilliant. And we're like, like, you got to work on timing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, like you said, yeah, everyone's perfect. Like Warlock and yeah. so effective in just a couple lines here and there. Uh, and then, yeah, it goes right into the sailing scene where they have, like, the melody of the Lady Gaga song. Yeah, that was okay. I, I don't know <laughs> if that do was really... It does, but I, I, it sets up a good dialogue line when he says, she yeah. says, I, you, I thought you were in the Navy. Yeah. I said, oh, I only land on boats. I don't yeah. sail, I only land on boats. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's, I don't know, it's just good. It also seems like they they couldn't have cheated that. It feels like they're actually on that Well, because he slips. Boat. I didn't read, I don't, I'm just assuming I didn't actually read this, but yeah, he same. slips and falls and she goes, oh, you okay? And I, I don't feel like yeah. that was really part of the, that wasn't scripted. Right, yeah. It seemed, because like, they're showing, there, there's a couple like wide shots that maybe it's body doubles or something, but when it when it's definitely Jennifer Connelly and Tom Cruise, you can see a lot of the boat. Yeah. They're controlling it. it they must he's, be He's really like pulling strong. the ropes and yeah. shit, like... And are you, yeah, you got to wonder, like, did Tom Cruise insist, like, we're, we're not cheating this, no green screen? Uh, I would assume yeah. that Tom Cruise would say that. Yeah. And then, and another part from that s- scene is when she says, now it's, are you ready, ready for what? The afterburners. The afterburners. Yeah. yeah. Which is. It's good. Right. It's good stuff. Um, They, there obviously are um digital effects, tons of digital effects no, in this movie. Course, there's yeah. There's so many. In like midair explosions and right. missiles being shot off and stuff, um, but but there there is still a lot made about how much they actually filmed the actors in yeah in jets with IMAX cameras then right. and they're all like responsible for filming their own close ups when they were in the cockpit and um you it's know. real real G's they're pulling yeah right yeah for sure I don't know if they, I don't know if they're pulling like ten G's but no, they're, no, but they're no, doing no. it right they're up there doing it yeah. Uh, just cool shit. Yeah. After that, and yeah, you know, I, I just like to get the plot beats. They do the simulated test run. No one really does it well. Yep. Then he has the fight with Rooster afterwards. Right. But they, but still, the dog fighting and um. Well, no, they they try to do the simulated thing, and uh, Maverick is the he's simulating that he's the, you know, sort of the already airborne fifth mm-hmm. gen fighters. Yeah. And then they have the. Uh, Coyote almost passes out from the G's. He, That's he, later. Am I going too far ahead? A little bit. Oh, dang it. I'm so excited. <laughs> that scene's good. There's a couple a couple things that happen right, in between. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The, the Iceman scene and the football scene happen oh, in right. between. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, because this they're doing just the simulated first leg. Right. And then the, a few other scenes happen, and then they're just like... Well, we have to move it up a week, so now you're just working on the exit. Yep. And that's when they start, like, pulling way too many Gs and Coyote Bez and stuff. But first is the Kilmer scene, and Kilmer's awesome in this scene. Yeah. He's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's such a bittersweet I mean, thing. Tom Cruise said that he teared up when he, in real life, when he, when they filmed that. So. Yeah. You see Cruise emoting, um, you know, he's he gets sad about his wife in the Mission Impossible movies, but it, it feels like he doesn't really do emotion that much in movies anymore. Right. So it was nice to see. I don't know. I think this scene's just really good. It's either very believable because they're two excellent actors or they genuinely yeah. like each other that much. And it's just a, a reminiscing of like, this is how much time is, it has been 30 years. This is how much time has passed. Yeah. Val Kilmer is obviously very sick 
you know, and doesn't have much long left. So it's very, yeah. it's just an excellent, excellent scene. You could see it in Val Kilmer's eyes that he truly believes in his character. And that, and even Tom Cruise, like you just said, the, the killer instinct is in their eyes. It's just, just an excellent piece to that film. Yeah. I agree. I, I mean, you said it great. I, I can't say it any better. And Val Kilmer, <laughs> even in that scene, even says, who, uh, one more question. Who do you think is the better pilot? <laughs> this, is, this is a nice says, moment. Yeah, Let's is, not ruin it. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> it's good shit. And and they, they hug and you, you believe it. I'm willing to bet that that's not even in the original script, that that's sort of ad-libbed or maybe added on a little later. Yeah. Well, if if not, then they should rescind that nomination for best screenplay. Maybe, good. yeah. <laughs> um, and then it goes into the dogfight football. Uh as Tom Cruise says later, that doesn't really seem like they're keeping score, but this it's just chaos. Yeah. This isn't... Well, that's what happens when you play yeah. offense defense at the same right, time. Yeah. yeah. It's just chaotic. But then John it's Hamm good. comes in, he's got to ruin all the fun. He's like, what are you doing here? Why are we playing games? We're building a team. You wanted to build a yeah, team, there's your team. build a team, there's your team. Then he walks away, and you're like, ah. But why are they wearing jeans on the beach? Because they did in the first <laughs> movie. That's it. That's the whole thing. Only, only Bill Pullman character wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yep. Yep. And, and Hondo. You're right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's just a good scene. It's like, yeah. you know, does it add a lot to the movie? Probably not. I You get that they're starting to bond as a team, but like uh, it, Rooster helps Maverick up yeah, at one point. That's yeah. a key shot, yeah. But like, it's just, I don't know, are you here to have a good time? Is It's like an homage to how everyone says the first movie's homoerotic because of the, the shirtless volleyball and yeah. stuff. It's like, yeah. Just a bunch of dudes with their shirts off yeah. playing like full contact football with no rules. Fine with me. Yeah, yeah it is what it is. The, the it's a good so sequence. Sus- it's so suspenseful and so keeps you on the edge of your seat the first half. That's a nice break in the middle, a little to lighten the mood a little bit, having a little fun on the beach. Yep. That perfect. L- that leads into the like the date night with Jennifer Connolly and Tom Cruise, yep. where they're, you know, both approaching 60 so it's not really a sex scene it's yeah. just kind of them talking which is perfect for the, right yeah, it's fine perfect perfect for the american moviegoers yep. yeah exactly uh they're talking about rooster the daughter comes home yeah i like how that I, I do like how that sequence ends where he jumps down and it kind of has like a a goofy vibe but then he sees the yeah. daughter and she says, just don't break her heart again right it's a good note there it's, it's in it's there it's a theme it's also a theme too of Ma- maverick Finally, uh, even though he's getting this old, approaching 60, but finally maturing and realizing, you yeah. know, what maybe his purpose on life actually is. Yeah. it's. I feel like Tom Cruise as a guy is hard to take, like, seriously as a romantic lead, um, just because he just seems like... You it, think so? Jerry Maguire? Not, to, like, now today, oh, in 2023. Okay. I gotcha. Um, not in the past. Okay. Like, when he was still... I almost said when he was still trying. He's still trying, but he's he's, <laughs> he's does still different trying, things now. Yeah. He does different things now. Yeah. He's he's not he's never gonna make another movie like Eyes Wide Shut. But right. to be fair, no one is. Right. Um but, but yeah, like he it would be weird to see him in a rom com again. Yeah, right. I agree. I agree. Um not to denigrate Jerry Maguire. It's got some stuff going on besides just rom com. But not to denigrate rom coms either. No one makes them anymore. Yeah. Uh Nancy Myers' movie for Netflix got shut down. We're all sad. Um, yeah. And then it's back to another exposition dump in the briefing. We're like, okay, got less than a week left. Yeah. So we're moving on to the like the yeah, second uranium over there. We got to yeah. shut it down. Here's the international gonna, talks. Haven't worked. <laughs> you're going to be pulling all these G's coming out. Yep. It's going to be like an elephant's on your chest. You're going to feel like you're 2000 pounds. Your head's going to be crushing your spine yep. uh, and you're going to black out. And sure enough, they get out there. And it's the sequence where uh, Coyote does black out. Yep. And um, but it's, it's sort of like a misdirect because he, Maverick gets a lock on him, so the buzzing's going in his ears, and he pulls out of it in time. Phoenix pulls up next to him and is like, oh, that was close. That was close. Foreshadowing. Bird, bird strike. Yeah. And Phoenix and Bob are in real trouble. They have to eject before yep. their plane hits a mountain. Left engine goes out. Extinguishing fire. Yep. Oh. Right engine now. Oh, damn. Then this is where uh, Maverick and Rooster get in a, in a, a verbal altercation. Yep. Never uh, lost a wingman. If you fly long enough, you will. Yeah. Uh, my dad trusted you. I'm not going to make the same mistake. Right. They're all saying stuff like that. Yep. And then uh, and then he gets the word that Ice died. They go to the funeral. Yeah. Which is, I, I thought it was very 
that's a, also a very sad scene. Like, it's not, I'm not sure it's really like a tear jerk. It is a tear jerker, but not in a serious sense. But it's kind of like, it makes it more sad because of how sick in real life Val Kilmer is. And yeah. You think, oh, this could potentially happen very soon. Yeah, it's very melancholy. Yeah. Um, I like when he punches the wings into the coffin. Yeah. That's cool. On on the sound of the... Yes. The salute, gun salute there. Yeah. Um, and then Maverick's grounded. John Hamm says he's taking over yep. mission control. You suck, Maverick. Yeah, you, you're not in it right now. Um, and so John Hamm goes into the briefing. Maverick's not there. And he's like, we're going to make it four minutes and you're going to go really high. And everyone's like, well, then we're going to be murdered because this yep. is not going to work. And then what's that? A stolen plane. <laughs> it's Pete Maverick's bu- Mitchell's music coming over the loudspeakers. Yeah. Uh, we uh, haven't set up a test run for you. Uh, I don't know what this is going on here, but yeah. uh, here you go. Uh, yeah, the area's green, but I don't have an event scheduled for you or whatever they say. Lucky me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go anyway. Yeah, th- this sequence is amazing. He does it in uh, minute 45 or two minutes 15 or something. He does it in uh, two minutes 14. 14 and like point. Nine seconds. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Two minutes and 14.85 seconds. Yep. He, he does the whole run. He does the missile. And hits. And hits. And they're like, fuck, we can, I guess he can do it. If he can do it, mission green. And then, again, like you said, someone derated John Hamm in this scene where he's like, I got I either, I, I got everything I need to court-martial you and yeah. get you dishonorably discharged, or I risk my career and yeah. make you team leader. Ice, Iceman's not here to protect you anymore. Yeah. It's but great. I am. It's just like, yeah, he's doing the asshole boss thing. Yeah. Perfect. But even even the look on Warlock, Parn- Parnell's character, is just like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's go, let's baby, go. let's go. Maverick starts to answer. He's like, I think the Admiral was asking a rhetorical, rhetorical question. question yeah. <laughs> and then it's the mission. The, the rest of the movie... Essentially, is the mission. Yeah, uh, it's it's in snow now, so they're you know, I like how this part's in snow. Yeah, I think it just looks nice. Um, yeah, they're it's, doing the stuff. Rooster's falling behind, but then he says, "Talk to me, Dad," and then yeah. he like really turns on. Uses the force. Uses the force yeah. to make himself go so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like when they're like going through the bridge. Yeah. You're just getting the cuts back and, and forth to the I, to John Hamm and Hondo, and they're worried and stuff. And and I, I forgot, uh, I don't remember what part of the movie this actually is, but uh, I think Phoenix says, uh, "Stay on target." It, it's in the training. It's one of the training runs, and she says, "Stay on." And all I can think of is uh, Red Leader saying, "You know, <laughs> yeah. stay on target." <laughs> I can't shake him. Yeah, that's a wedge know. comes flying in. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Because uh, he's in all these movies, <laughs> and then yeah, then that's miracle number one. Maverick and uh, Bob has missile, missile or laser lock on it. Maverick drops it, and they get into coffin corner. They start pulling out. Then here comes Rooster, but uh, payback and fanboy. They're they go dead eye. They can't get laser lock. Right. Yep, and Rooster has to drop it blind, and he does, and hits. And hits. That's miracle number two. Miracle number two. Yeah. Again, it's like a heist movie. I love. I love that they set up like we need two consecutive miracles. Yeah. Right. And then literally later they say, and that's miracle number two. Never a doubt. <laughs> Never a doubt. And then yeah, then they're in coffin corner. They go up, and then the Sams immediately target them. And there's this great chaotic sequence where it's like cutting really fast between all the pilots. And the, you're like, oh, they're all fucked. This yeah. is like, there's no way out of this. The Sams are coming. The Sams are coming. The the bandits, they know are going to be there in like a minute or two. The fifth gen's coming. Yeah. And uh, smoke in the air. And it's, uh, they're all doing defensive maneuvers. They're sending out flares to head off the Sams. And the, but then Rooster runs out. And Maverick has to slide in between. Saves the day. Saves the day and Maverick goes down. Um, and then of course John Hamm says they're not to engage. They got to get back to yeah, the back to the carrier. Yep. yep. Um, but then obviously Rooster comes back to save Mav and also gets shot. Well, he did. He, Mav's got a hind D coming after him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, yes, the enemy is nondescript, but I don't. Who uses a hind D? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I think yeah, you could probably tell what they're getting at yeah. if you know equipment and all this shit. Um. Now this section's interesting because it's it's almost like it takes a breath. You see 
Brewster, he ejected. He's landing yeah. in the woods. Maverick goes off running because it's a Tom Cruise movie, so he has to run for a, at least a certain amount of 30 time. Seconds, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. There's at least thirty seconds of running. <laughs> um, and so he sprints into the woods in like pretty deep snow, but he's yeah. sprinting. Made it, <laughs> yeah. And they make it. He pushes him down. What were you doing? What were you thinking? You told me not to think. Yeah, he sort of. They look at each other for about two seconds and like, yeah, good. Uh, it's good to yeah. see you. It's good to see you too. Yeah. All right. So what are we doing? Let's go. Um, and then yeah, this is like it kind of. I mean, the mood the mood almost changes, um, but it's just the way that what has to happen for this movie. Miles Teller's character all of a sudden is very much like Goose. He's like kind of goofy now, and right. he's like sort of yeah the comic relief of this section. Um, even though this section only lasts a few minutes before they're in mortal peril again. Yeah. But it's all of a sudden kind of goofy. Um. Even, even, I mean, obviously the whole movie's unrealistic, but to sneak across a major base and steal an F-14, yeah. that's, I mean, come on. Yeah. And they're, doing, they're like trying to blend in, and they're yeah. like, obviously uh, this isn't working, let's just yeah. run. There's guys over there. Oh, there's more guys. There's guys over there too, Mav. Um And they do, they do set up earlier, like, oh, they're not... Looks like we're not the only ones holding on to relics. Yeah, John, yeah. John and they're John's always talking about museum pieces. Right. And yeah, well, and here's an F-14 here's because, an F-14. of course, Maverick's going to end up in an F-14. Right, just hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out. In some hangar. It's the only thing still on the ground yeah, that isn't exploded. Yeah. Um, they get on it. They get it moving. It's has a lot of the equipment's been torn out of this thing. Right. <laughs> and they're just on the taxiway. And I like the the wings start yeah, exactly. coming out. Well, like, what's happening are, to the wings? Why are the wings coming out, Mav? He's like, this is not a runway. This is a taxiway. It's a very short taxiway. Yep. And yeah, he just puts the nose up and they get out of there. Yeah. Get out over the, it's like the tanks or whatever. It like, and yeah, yeah. oil tanks or whatever. It hits the landing gear. Yep. Yeah, on the way out. Yeah, so they have no landing gear. That'll, no landing gear. Up know. in the air. All of a sudden, tally two. Yep. They come in. Uh, this whole sequence is also played for comedy, kind of, where they're like, oh, what are those signals? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just yeah, keep little, smiling yeah, and smile waving. Smile and wave, yep. Uh, just pretending like, oh, yeah, I don't have comms. They're <laughs> no down. Comms. Um, and they're giving them hand signals. What's that signal mean? Nope, never seen that one before either. <laughs> um, no clue. Well, they're moving into they're moving into a kill envelope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't think, just do. And and then you're off, and it's the final dogfight. It's just... You know, he slides over, he shoots him with the just a machine gun or whatever yep. it is. Yeah. That then I think I thought a really cool sequence was then that that goes, let me know when you see smoke. Yeah. And then the the rockets get fired and he sort of maneuvers into the direction of the, the ship the plane he just shot blows up. Yeah. That's just an excellent action sequence. It's great. Yeah. This whole this whole sequence is great. They're yeah. they're outgunned, but it's about the pilot in the it's, box. Yep. <laughs> it's the man in the arena. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he, he's also not a fan of criticism. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh yeah, this whole part's good. It, it's it, it, like we don't have to describe an action sequence beat by beat, but no, suffice right. to yeah, say. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're coming. They're coming to the end and ducking they, and diving, dodging bullets. Let's. You got to go. Go low. Confuse their targeting system. They know? do a great job. They get Maverick gets a couple more confirmed kills. That's right. Um, but but no, just, just before they're, you think all hope is lost. Yes. Maverick tries to do the same maneuver he did against Hangman and the train, yep. pulling up into the sun. They. He's telling them to eject. eject the eject's not eject. working. A throwback. To, maybe is this goose all over again? Right, can't eject. Yeah. A, a, He's, he says, like, I'm sorry, stuck. Goose, under his breath. Yep. But then, boom, here comes Hangman. Here comes Hangman. This is your savior speaking. Yeah. And, and yeah Glenn Powell is perfect at this. Please put your trays in a lock, upright yeah. in lock position. and uh, Prepare for landing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ex- that was, watch, good. Watching that in the theater was just excellent. Yeah, excellent. it's great shit. Yeah. He goes back. They buzz the tower. Yep. They got to buzz the tower. <laughs> the coffee spills on co- uh, John Hamm. Yep. Because it Take that, that cyclone. always has to happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that they have to put out the cables to catch it yeah. on the deck. Yeah. That's good. Yep. And then yeah, it's just applause and congratulations and everyone's happy. And John Hamm gives a begrudging nod of respect. <laughs> yeah. Warlock cyclone fist, pump, fist yeah. pump in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's nice moments. You get the the redux of the end of the first one right. with Rooster and Hangman. Yep. 
And uh, they don't say you can be my wingman anytime, but nope. they they imply it with their, yeah. with their emotions. Yep. And then it's it's the great moment with Rooster and Maverick, and they hug, and he says, thank you for saving my life to Rooster. But, but, but yeah. before that, when Hangman saves him in the air, another piece of great dialogue, he says, oh, you look good, Hangman. He says, yeah. I am good, Rooster. I'm damn good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think it like more than half the lines that anyone says in this movie are then repeated later in the movie in yeah. a different context. Just like the original but it's perfect. film. It's At, fine. This is what movies are. They're yes. Quotable. You're going to quote this for the next 30 years when the Top Gun 3 comes out. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I, I mean. And Tom Cruise as a 90 year old is still starring in this. He, he's going to be Val Kilmer in the, in the next in the next one. Good work. Could work. I don't know if he'll let himself die in any of these movies. No, Jer- no Jeremy Renner was supposed to take over Mission Impossible over a decade ago. Yeah. How'd that work out, Jeremy? Thank God he didn't. I mean, you know, he wouldn't be doing these things. No. But he, right. he wouldn't have done a halo jump. Fallout was good, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then it's the then it's the ending bits. These fixing up the plane with Rooster, Jennifer Conley and her daughter are there. Yep. Fly off into the sunset. In a P-51 Mustang. One of like... That's a nice looking plane. It looks awesome. That's that's a good looking plane. There's only like tw- 20 left. Oh, he, really? He's got one of them. Yeah. Nice. He, and he's actually flying that. In in that oh, actual... Oh, cool. That's his actual plane, Tom Cruise, and he's actually <laughs> oh, flying it for mean. the film. Yeah. I get what you mean now. Um, that's really good. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they do the end credit thing where it's like you see the actual guy... Where it says their name and their call sign. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's like that's such like a retro thing, but it, exactly. it it's perfect exactly. for this movie. Right. With the music playing, it's it's yeah. perfect for this movie. And, and I thought, um, I think the song by Lady Gaga is excellent. I, I think it really too. fits the film, just like yeah. maybe Berlin sang "Take My Breath Away" yeah. in 1984. Right. It's the same. Exactly. Same that's what same vein. For. Right. Exactly. And it I got, got, it got nominated. Unlike the Berlin song, it didn't win best song, but. Right. I thought her performance at the Academy Awards was excellent. Yeah. Stripped down all, you know, respectful tribute to Tony Scott, I guess. Um, apparently, it was really good in the room. People were uh, who watched it on TV were a little bit weirded out by how tight some of the close-ups yeah, yeah, were. Right, yeah. Which I get. Yeah. Um, I think all night there was a lot more close-ups than I really needed, but whatever. Uh, we're not talking about that anymore. But yeah, I like that it's it's the actor name and the call sign. Yeah. So it's, you yep. know, John Hamm, Cyclone. It, it makes it... Almost, almost real. Almost yeah, real. Yeah, it's just as a as a whole piece, you know, as a whole package. It's all cohesive, right? It all works. Hits the high. It notes. just works. Expertly put together. Yeah, and it gets the fuck out. And then, yeah, and then leaves exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it just it's it is over two hours long, but it doesn't feel doesn't it feel that way at all. No. It's a good movie. Yeah, I like great, it a lot. Great film. Great film. Um, normally, we set aside some time to do like themes and stuff, yeah. but it's, it's Top Gun Maverick. What do you want? The theme is Tom Cruise is awesome. I think you can make it into something that it really isn't, but at the end of the day, it's just an excellent throwback yeah. to what the movies maybe were, sort of gotten away from a little bit with all superheroes and whatnot. It's just an actual summer blockbuster. Yes. Expertly executed. Are, are the first like real summer blockbuster since Endgame, I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, none of the other movies that made it over whatever you want to say the mark is a billion something right. had actually come out in the summer since then. Um, yeah, Spider Man No Way Home was December, Avatar 2 was December. Like, you know, it's yeah. It was it was the number one movie in America on Memorial Day and on Labor Day. Yeah, it was in it was in theaters Crazy. for a very long time. Yeah, because <laughs> they had nothing else. <laughs> right, exactly. They, had, they, they really nothing had nothing else. else. The the awards movies didn't come out till after Halloween. Yep. Um, Avatar didn't come out till December. Yep. It's all they had. Saved movies. The, the and Tom I, Cruise and the Minions saved movie theaters. I think Spielberg. <laughs> did Tom Cruise save the movies? No, but. His his uh, the quote and his the sentiment behind it is still rings true. It's this is like it's movie magic to yeah. be, to be cliche. You know what I mean. This was a movie that um, other people involved, maybe a different studio, maybe a different star, would have come out on demand in yeah. 2020. The movie yeah. was done for years before it came out. Right. Um, but Tom Cruise is, or at least the story is that Tom Cruise personally 
was pushing so hard for it to not come out until people could go see it in theaters on mass. Um, and that gamble worked out. It ended up being, you know, it's what, one of the top 10 something highest grossing films of all time. time, So So I think, I think a billion and a half. Yeah, I can, you know what, what's is people, people take time out of their day to listen to this. I can actually look up the number. Yeah. And, and to, I, and I go, as we talked about before, and I go to the Dedham Community Theater a lot, and I, I know the owner of it, and, he's, and he even said he tried to get it to be shown at that movie theater. And he, he really appreciated the fact that Tom Cruise did say, we're not putting this on streaming. This is going to be in a movie theater because the only way you should watch this movie, or at least at first, is in yeah. a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. So it ended at, uh, well, maybe not ended is the right word but now it as of right now it's number 12 all time obviously avatar way of water surpassed it coming out afterwards so it would have been 11 before avatar and just under 1.5 billion so yeah worth every pretty good pretty good stuff excellent it should have been nominated maybe i don't know i get understand why it did get a lot lot of nominations i think it should have won a few more i it winning for sound i think is on point i mean Yes, it does sound great. It sounds excellent. Everything works. The soundtrack is excellent. The music is great. The jet engines obviously are so cool. It just works. Explosions. <laughs> um, good movie. You want to talk about ratings? Yeah. Okay. So every week we'll take our ratings and see me good. I don't know. I don't know. Once a month or so, I'll guess I'll put them on Letterboxd. I've I've fallen behind. I'm sorry. I'm checking what I gave it at the time because I want to go with that for my rating. Oh, you wrote this down at the time you saw it? Yeah, on Letterboxd. Okay. I would have written it down at the time. Um, But yeah, so on any scale of your choosing from 0.5 to 5, what would you give Top Gun Maverick? Uh, I'm giving this film five Kawasaki ninjas out of five. Oh, that's great. And and the sticker on the back of the ninja says 55 with with the little circle with a uh, line going through it like you know you can't you can't drive 55 yeah that's uh, it's it's, see it's just all good it all works um when i saw this last may i gave it yeah that sounds about right uh four and a half okay um that's too low (laughs) and i'm gonna keep it at four and a half but four and a half what uh I don't. I don't know. There's there's, there's, a, there's a lot of nouns in this yeah. movie, so it's hard to pick. Four and a half Budweisers out of <laughs> out of five. Right. Yeah. Rounds of Bud. That's probably fine. Oh, I, all right. If I had to give it a second rating, I would give it five Great Balls of Fire out of five. <laughs> See, the the rule is when someone else says it, I can't use it though. Damn it! It's a good I'm one. I'm trying though. to help you out. Yeah, no, you were trying to. I'll that t- would have been. Me, good. I'll text it to you right now. My third mm, one. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go with a completely original idea. I'm going to go four and a half great balls of fire. Five. <laughs> nice, <laughs> excellent. And I'm just going to cut out the part where you said that first per- because perfect. it's too good not to have <laughs> as part of this. I know. I just thought of that on the spot too. I should have used that first. Uh, yeah, good movie. Do you think they make another one? Uh, I I think Tom Cruise is is such a lunatic that he might not want to make another one. He might just be like, we did what we had to do. Let's leave it at that. Right. And I think that he's got the Mission Impossible. So he's, he's going to make a hundred of those, yep. right? They might say, yes, this movie made us a billion and a half. It's not, Top Gun 3 is not going to make a billion and a half. No. Maybe we just. Yeah, I don't think it will. And the reason, part of the reason was it's 30 years later that the sequel came out. I know they've been trying to make one for a little while, but maybe the way this movie hits all the high notes and it, ex- it expertly executes Maybe just leave it at that, and that's sort of the theme. The theme, some of the themes of this movie too, right? Yeah. So maybe we just leave it at that and take it for what it is, and maybe maybe make another one down the line 10, 12 years later. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. It's but it's tough. It's it's it, there's so much finality to like. Okay, he's cool with Goose's kid, right? Iceman's dead, like right. Yep, uh, we're pretty much done here. I think these characters <laughs> are done, right? And I don't think you can recycle. Maybe you can use Rooster and Hangman. But I'm not sure you can really use these characters again. You know what I mean? It just feels like it yeah. feels like the story is closed in, um, in a good way. It's the first time I've enjoyed Miles Teller in a bit. Uh, curious what happens with his career if this is like a good boost for him or not. But I don't know. I just feel like 
he is often not in successful projects. Yeah. Um, so curious if he can sort of... Like we said about, um, what was that movie called that he was in? It's also directed by Joseph Kaczynski. Um, Bra- Brain. Bra- the Brave, the Bravest? No, no, no. The one with... The one that came out on oh, Netflix Spider-Head, only. Spiderhead. Spiderhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spiderhead. Yeah. Yeah, I, you just felt like seeing him in this and you're like, oh, you think, oh, Spiderhead, Miles Teller, this might be pretty good and you watch it and it's like, eh, this is just okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, Kaczynski's got an interesting career. Um, only the Brave was the one before Maverick. He also made Oblivion, so Tom Cruise. He made yeah. Tron Legacy was his debut. Yep. And Spider-Head, and those are the five that he's made. So, yeah. He and, also, he did direct the music video for the Lady Gaga song in this yeah, movie. yep. <laughs> and like you said, that uh, famous Gears of War commercial. Which I, I love. That, that was a great game, and I remember watching that commercial, and it's just... Um, the main gear character that he's running and Gary Jules Mad World is playing in the background. Mm. Uh, it's just a, it's it's a, for a video game. It sounds kind of corny, but it's a it's a really well made commercial. That yeah, I remember that commercial coming out. It says 2006. That feels like a long time ago, feels but like but I remember. Yeah, I was in high school. Shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that's uh, we gave ratings. We did all that stuff. I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick, good movie. You should watch it. It's uh, easy. Watch. watch it, buy it. I have the collector's cup with the you know, <laughs> the, the giant Coke, you know, in nice. a large popcorn. Nice, uh, Anthony. Thank you for being on. No, thank you for inviting me. This is great. This was a fun one. And uh, yeah, you can catch us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Google Podcast, Podbeans. Uh, you can find us online in a few different places. We have a website. You can go there if you want to listen on your browser and not use a podcast app. That's your prerogative. Um, also, uh, late to the movies underscore podcast on Instagram for all our fun posters, which I'm also behind on. Sorry. Um, maybe by the time this episode comes out, I have caught up, but maybe not. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. And um, you can also email Noah at late to the movies at gmail.com. Uh, that just about does it. Um, Buy a t-shirt, tpublic.com. Yep, tpublic.com. If you want to pick up a, any ladies' merch, it's not just t-shirts. You can also get throw pillows, large tapestries, <laughs> like six-foot-long tapestries. Why would you want that? I don't know. But if you get one, send me a picture, because yeah. I'd be really curious when Thank you're you. hanging that up. Um, and yeah, what's, what's a fun on-theme way to end here? It kind of just ends. There's not like a final line in this movie. There, there isn't a final line, no. Yeah. But I, I mean, Ben, you you could be my wingman any day. Ah, uh, you can be mine. Thank you. <laughs> See ya.